Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Today's the day. You're rolling with Jason and John, 92.9 FM ESPN. Navigator Brad Carson on the ones and twos. We are getting through it. Two Monday night football games to break down. Cincinnati got off the schneid. Joe Burrow played. Yes, he did. And he played tough because we know he's playing through injury. Um, As for the other game, Philadelphia just keeps, I suppose, being as under the radar as you can for an undefeated team. Right? Under the radar. Because certainly more people talking about the Dallas Cowboys, excuse me, the Miami Dolphins and the San Francisco 49ers. Dallas, excuse me, fell from the ranks of the NB. Now, like when you're moving like that, because that means I'm flowing. I'm going to hand it on off to you. I'm going to tell you one thing before I do, though. I've never been more focused in terms of game week than I am this week on Boise State. All right. Because let me tell you this. Lock in. We go from no pressure to all the pressure. All of it. Zero to 100. Different when you're a favorite, isn't it? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, here's what's this really interesting. must win for me. Here's what's really, really interesting about this game on Saturday, mm-hmm. which, as you know, I'll be, uh, I'll be bringing Attending. the family to. Yes. The sharpest book in uh, America, there are sharp books in the world, but the sharpest book in America, mm-hmm. granted, limits low. Three grand, I think, is the limits they take on their openers. They open this game at Boise minus three. Ridiculous. The sharpest book in America opened this game at Boise minus three. I say one of the sharpest. One of the sharpest. And that immediately, immediately got bet back to Memphis. And Memphis now sits at minus three and a half mm. across the board. So that is a major, major move. Um, and that is very, very off market. I mean, you open. I mean, that's. I mean, think about all the key numbers you're crossing through there, right? Mm-hmm. You're crossing through uh, two, one pick, three on the other side, and now you're sitting at three and a half. It's a huge move in football. Um, I mean, basically, you know, an entire touchdown, right? Uh, so, look, the market loves Memphis. Odds makers liked Boise. We'll see. Uh, we'll see who wins out. Uh, on on Saturday, uh, for the record, I I I think that was completely wrong. Um, I probably would have had it at Memphis minus one or my, Memphis minus one and a half. Um, I don't know where the I don't know what was. Yeah, uh, what what in the world? Yeah, that seems very odd. There's nothing about Boise State that exactly. says they should be. 
especially in Memphis, right? I right. mean, Memphis very rarely road. loses in Memphis. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. We'll see. It makes for a very fascinating game. You mentioned the games last night. What did Meemaw do? What did Meemaw do? Who? Meemaw. Who was Meemaw? You don't know Meemaw? No. Meemaw. Who are you talking about? Left the back door open in the Rams game, didn't she? She did. She forgot to close the back door. <laughs> I think if you call her Tutu. <laughs> oh, my God. That was a thrill. I guess, well, I guess Meemaw left the back door open and Tutu came on in. That's right. Tutu yeah. busted all I got up in the you. house. I got you now. Uh, yeah, don't Meemaw forget, did leave it open. Puka. Puka made a big play as well. Yeah, he did to get him down there. Uh, but, yes, uh, Meemaw left the back door open, so that mattered for anybody sure did. Uh, that was uh, invested in that game. Either way, uh, if you bet it pregame, you probably pushed regardless. You probably pushed if you had Bengals or Rams. I think it settled at three. Um, My staff was getting beat up last man, night. Man, he was getting absolutely uh, – he was on the ground every time. I mean, they, it was And he like, had been having fun with Puka and Tutu yeah. in the couple of weeks before or whatever. Yeah. It didn't look fun last night. They were hunting him, man. It was yeah, brutal. Yeah. Uh, but he did find a way to cover. Uh, I had Rams plus four live, so I appreciated that effort. No question about it. Thank you, Sean McVay. Well, since he had to win that one at home. Yes, Old absolutely. Plus, and then plus win. Uh, maybe we could have a conversation about Philly uh, because I, I think there is a conversation to be had. So we'll do that uh, today on the show. Jessica Benson going to join us at 11.25. Trista Crick scheduled to join us. 125, talk all things NBA with both of them, NFL, and more. So that is the show today. Uh, hey, real quick, programming note, housekeeping, my man. We will be out at Topps Barbecue Very excited about later today at 4.30 in Cordova. Yep. Brand new location. Uh, you're going to be hearing the you know the the spots board and everything. So well, I think they have already. Yeah, we will uh, continue to. Yeah, we'll be out there from 4:30 to 6:30. Most of the menu items are going to be 92.9 cents. You're not going to beat that. You're not going to beat that uh, in the entire metro area. No, of Memphis. exactly. Don't come to get the autograph from John, even right. though you might want to get the autograph from John. It's going to be those a lot, worth be a, lot of those money will one be day. Separate of the 92. Come cents. to take advantage of the deal because it only happens for the two hours that we're there. That's right. Um, oh, 30 to 6:30. This is our uh, second. Opening, uh, so to speak, first of, one of, huge success of a top barbecue. Trump would say many, many, many people yes. came. It was great, uh, and we look forward. I've already got texts from people who have said they're coming for tonight. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's flattering. Yeah. Well, so, again, don't come for come for the tops food. Yeah. For ninety two cents, you're never going. It's really ninety three, right? Ninety two point nine cents. Well, it's just like the it's really ninety three cents, yeah, right? It's when you the marketing when you part put that, that into the register, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I, I understand it's the I understand what that is. I'm asking you the math of it. I think it is really ninety three. cents, I think it right? does ultimately it's round up. rounds. Oh, it has to. Yeah, right? I think okay. it ultimately rounds. That's up. a great deal. It's a hell, hellacious deal. Gosh, fire uh, chicken sandwiches and yes, smoked bologna sandwiches. We're going to be out there uh, doing our thing for uh, from four thirty to six. Have 6:00. you seen it yet? I've seen the pictures. I haven't driven by it. I don't. I don't really. I'm not in that part of town. Well, there's only it's there's only one grand opening for the tops that's in my neighborhood. That's right. So that's what makes this an extra special day. That's exactly. I've been driving past this thing for about yes. five six months as they built it up next to the U of M Culinary School over there, John. You know anything about that? Yeah, uh, not really. No, I didn't know that the U you of know M about had a, us. We had a little culinary that, school. Is that what used to be like uh, uh, Lacole? I believe you're. Yeah, it used to be something like that. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Okay. And we have a little double. Lane drive through now. Gotcha. Tops. When I say gotcha. we, okay, we're right there next to it. It's a okay. beautiful spot. You'll absolutely love it. Love it, especially the inside. But we'll be we'll be there at four thirty. So on, see come say hi and get some come get some grub to at Tops Barbecue. Go Raiders. Uh, all right, hey, let's do a little thing we call slide it right. <laughs> 
Now the guys figure out which statements are either a slight. Yep, that's a slight. Or right. It's Jason and John's slight or right on 92.9. All right, let's start here. Uh, Joe Namath says, we're going to have a clip here. He has seen enough of Zach Wilson. Let's take a listen to the audio here. Send him to Kansas City to back up against somebody like Mahomes. Maybe he'd learn something. I wouldn't keep him. You know, I've seen enough of Zach Wilson. All right? I've seen enough. Has quick feet, can throw a little bit, but I don't believe what's going on up there. Yeah, that's the thing is that they're saying they believe in him. And they're backing it up, Joe, by not bringing in a, a veteran quarterback. Well, what could be Joe Douglas's motivation at this point with the season teetering of not bringing in somebody that has played in this league before outside of Tim Boyle backing up Zach? He picked these people. Douglas picked these people. So he's going to double people down? Like, what's he going to do? I can get rid of everybody. What do you got to start over? Now, Mr. Johnson, hey. These guys aren't picking the right players. They're not doing a good job of coaching. It's evident. I mean, you've you got to look and see if you have an eye about football at all. You see things are haywire. It's too crazy. So there you go. Uh, no, sound like about to kill him. Is that a slight from Joe Namath, or is he right? Well, typically, you know he's always pro, pro, pro Jets. Everything yes. they've done is a, is a smart move and everything else. So he's clearly bothered. Uh, to go this negative. It sounds like it's about to kill him. Like I said, his voice changed octaves several times there. Uh, you don't need Joe Namath, who I suppose is our, our Jets quarterback expert with, the, with his history with that franchise. You don't need him to tell you that Zach Wilson got the worst QBR in the NFL other than one man. Only one man below him. Really? Yeah. One man? One man. Well, it's Only a, a, one man yep. is below Zach Wilson's Low, low QBR. Well, there can only be one, couldn't there? There can only well, he could be last. There is one that's behind him, and that is that, the man who wears number ten for the Chicago Bears, or one, or sorry, one. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, but don't worry about it because he'll be gone soon enough. It's not something you're gonna need to remember anyway. But that's the point. Second to last in QBR. You don't need Joe Namath to tell you that Zach Wilson stinks. We already know it, right? And so do the Jets. And it is surprising. It is surprising. Having the tape on him, knowing what you do, and then having the defense in the run game that they do, that they're sort of just throwing this away. The chance to be competitive still. Maybe you're looking at the Dolphins and say, <laughs> ain't no way this year. Looking at the Bills and saying this division's already over. But, I mean, there's there's got to be at least somebody out there that could put you in a better spot than this right here. Or trading for someone again. You can always do that. I realize Jameis is out there now, right. but you could have made a move for him. There are other quarterbacks out here. You could have made a move because there's a chance to be competitive at least with this run game and this defense. No doubt. You're throwing it away by putting him out there. We know enough on Zach Wilson. Right. So it, it, Joe's right, but we didn't need him to tell us. We, we've known this for a while now. Why, That's right. Why does Joe Namath sound like uh, Brian Kelly? He's always an accent. Is this the first time you've listened to him? He's always had yeah, that, like, smooth, that I, weird I, I, little yeah, swagger I, I've to never his heard voice him really, that, that I, you wonder if you've just hearing him. Is that fake? He's always talking about But like he's that, like, he, I thought, like, I, would, I was like, all right, is he from like New Orleans and or Baton Rouge? I mean, no, he's from Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania. I mean, and the man is 80 years old now, too. I'll tell you what, though. He just forget his linguistics. Like, he just. Well, you know, some of the things start to slosh around as you get up there. Yeah. Yeah, you have okay. more you have more saliva in your mouth. 
Okay. All right. Or less. Yeah, I mean, One I, way, I, I'm just saying, as you get 80, I imagine it gets tougher. I was just, I was taken aback he's, by his accent. I don't be. He's very smooth like that. Yeah. He's got this weird little, you know, from from round the hood uh, accent. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I would say uh, it's definitely not a slight. I don't feel bad for Zach Wilson. Do, do, you, do you agree they're throwing it away? I mean, there's somebody out there, right? I don't uh, know. Yes. It's not Jameis anymore. He's playing, but yes. There, there should be. You could have gotten someone off the streets at this point. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think the Jets should have seen enough by now. I mean, well, you can, sometimes it's just time to move on. Again, Arizona goes and trades for cost. Joshua Dobbs two weeks before, a week before the season starts, and look at them. They're, they're competitive, and I realize there was a relationship already there between the OC and Dobbs, but that's the point. You, you can go find somebody off the street or make a trade and be better off than this. They are throwing the season away. Uh, and yes, you're right. Well, yes, the only person beneath Wilson on QBR is the man I got. Uh, okay, uh, moving on. There was some history made uh, in the SWAC over the weekend. Mm, as I'm glad a, you're still watching. Uh, Jack, oh, I'm not. Jackson State uh, debuted a female kicker uh, for their team. Apparently, this is the first time this has happened. And uh, this was the call. You see that, you know how much it means to them and something like that. And here's the story of the day right there. That is Lalani Armenta. And she's going to play and she's going to kick off and maybe even do some field goals tonight for the Jackson State Tigers. Of course, she was on the Jackson State women's soccer team. And because of injuries this week during practice, she's going to get her shot tonight to be a kicker. And what an impressive young lady has been and a chance for her. And I'm sure she's pretty nervous at this point. But they have her out there. And sweat football is underway. And the first kick is short. And it's going to be fielded by the Wildcats, and they'll have great field position after what looked to be a pooch kick, maybe trying to get an onside kick. Yeah, I think I'd catch him off guard, get it just over that first line, and again, oh, that could have been a little bro. Quickly about Leilani. They tried to they tried to make her sound, and they made, they did their best. They wanted to make it sound like it was intentional. We mm. were going for the onside kick, the old pooch kick. So, so do you you have to see it to know that they're being nice about what was clearly a bad kick. The kick was fielded at the thirty-seven yard line. Yeah, and that was after a bounce. Right. Uh, it so, wasn't a pooch. She she got nervous and she. But do you think it was a slight to say that that was an onside kick attempt? I lean yes. I lean yes. No, I think Don't they're trying. Don't piss in no, my face I think, I think and tell me it's to, raining. It's a unique situation, John. I think they're trying to cover for. Just to be honest with you, is that a slight? You, you would. It's not a slight. I would just. I, I would. It's, it's it's the I, right move. I would have just the, left it at up oh, short kick. Bethune Cookman fields it at the thirty-seven. I wouldn't sit here and try to justify the damn thing. I would just say up oh, short kick. It's not doesn't a, have a lot of leg not, behind it's, it. It's not a slight to try to to put it in your words to try to justify it. You're you're going out of your way to try to defend her. That's not equality. Equality. Oh it, my god. It's not equality bro. because if that was a man, they would have said, "Oh God, terrible kick, awful kickoff here." Uh, that's fielded at the 37. They wouldn't have been trying to uh, justify the the. That's, uh, a, that's understood, but again, it's not it's not a slight because you're trying to you're going out of your way to defend this girl's pork. She kick. don't need you to defend her. She got a damn leg brace on. Who who approved that? She's kicking off with a leg brace. Oh, okay. I, I mean, it's just I I don't know what we're doing in Jackson State. I don't know. We're putting this poor woman in a horrible position. And uh, I'm going to say, listen, if we want women in sports, we need to uh, – it, it needs to be equal We're putting her in a horrible position by saying maybe that was an onside. No, by p- putting the leg brace on her. By asking her to go kick off with a damn leg brace on her. It's ridiculous. 
uh, yes. I mean, all, all of it appears to be. I, I cannot I cannot believe there's this kind of a reaction to, uh, to this, man. It seems like they were trying to be nice. I just feel like you should have just not said that. You should have just not try to explain what it was. It's a short Probably, kick. You're probably right. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? Just say short. Yep, oh, that's she, a slight. She, uh, she didn't get all of it. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. No. Yeah, what's wrong with that? Rather than try to lie, oh, it's a pooch kick trying to catch him while that wasn't no damn pooch kick. Yeah. You know, that's all I'm saying. Don't lie to the li- the viewers. Okay. That's a slight to me. It's a li- it's Well, a- I don't know how many viewers there were, so. Well, you got this one, buddy. You got me. Uh, all right, moving on. People who are saying Travis Kelsey is with Taylor just for the popularity. Really quickly, some background here. Ooh. Some background. Travis Kelsey jerseys, jersey sales have soared 400% since these uh these two began dating or seeing each other or whatever you want to say. Uh so is it a, is it a slight or right to say that Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey or excuse me Travis Kelsey is with Taylor Swift just for the popularity and the clout? I I'd say it's a slight. He yep, doesn't he that's doesn't, he a doesn't, slight. He doesn't need the the clout. He doesn't need it. Um you know, is there a little is there a little show off in this? I suppose so. But I, Travis Kelsey, not a clout chaser. He can do just fine and has done, I'll put it this way, has done just fine. If he's out, if he was out here begging for dates, I'd say one thing. But no, man, this is a, he, he's, he doesn't need the popularity. He's doing just fine. But this is a result that once you get with Taylor Swift, that your popularity will go up exponentially. I don't think he's seeking it out. I don't think it's so. It's a slight. I, I agree with you. I, I think it is a slight that people would say that. Uh, but I do know, I do believe that he knows what would happen. Like, he's not an idiot. I, I think this, I would call this a flex by Travis Kelsey is what it is. Yeah. It's an absolute flex. Other guys could try to do this. They're not. Travis Kelsey right now, hot right now. I don't know if you've seen He got direct TV commercials. He got everything. Absolutely. And he showed you just by calling it out. He could get Taylor Swift to, to come to the to the game. It's a flex. He's not yes. chasing after it, though. Yes. It's a flex. It's to show you his, how popular he is right now. Yeah, I agree like with I you. Like I told you, he, he's, like you said, might be setting himself up for the post-career. I, I, think it could be, I think it could be two things. Like, hey, this could be a good business decision, and I might love this woman. Both things could be well, true. What I would be careful with if I'm Taylor is, you know, we get that you're a nice person. There, There is no need to be cleaning up that suite. And cleaning up your drinks, whatever else you leave that. We, she, when wow. you when you do that, you're trying to convince people that you're down to earth and relatable. You're not what some of them might think. The perception you think of you, you should just leave it to the workers. Yes, bro. That's what you do. You're obviously overdoing it. You're trying to impress mom, or you're trying to impress somebody in KC so you can come back. There is it doesn't make any sense for somebody of her stature to be cleaning up in there afterwards. Because what I think is again, she it's not so you think, much you think Taylor she's trying to convince fake. she's doing too much. You think she's you're a doing phony. too much because again, Travis could just be in this for whatever else. Very quick. The you like these are gonna be on you your like ass. to get in and then you like to break up and everything else. And it just seems a little desperate on her part. Like, you've already come to the game when he's yeah. called you out. He's got the flex. Don't be overly doing it and cleaning up and all that. You don't need him either. Hey, uh, so that's my that's my point on that. And some people might just shoot back, well, she's just a nice person. Clean it up. It's ridiculous. You reach that level, they're cleaning up after you, bro. Like, Madonna's yeah. not cleaning up anything. Madonna. Yeah. yeah. Beyonce ain't cleaning up nothing. No. I mean, Madonna's a hell of a... And especially not other people's drinks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, to me, is a, she's trying to convince someone, hey, welcome me back, or I'm one of y'all, all yeah, that. that I'm or like Travis a, Kelsey, I'm a good catch because right. I'm down to... Uh-uh. That's unnecessary okay. on her part. Okay. Didn't get it. You know, uh, people always say, like... 
doing uh, too much. You know, she's she's gonna write a song about you if when you break up. Yeah, the up, breakup. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And somebody, uh, Jeff, uh, the the expert Jeff had on said this is her thirteenth relationship. Yeah, like she spots out. That was Lexi. That Le- was my friend Lexi. Okay. Yeah, she was. She knows all about her. Yeah. Like it was kind of weird. Yeah, she. It, it was. It was. I, I. I. I did let her know that she is a Looney Tune, and she embraces that. She does. So Kelsey's the third. But does he even count yet? Is this that serious? They were, that oh, she's yeah, the thirteenth. Yeah, they're a thing. They're. Th- she's riding around in his drop top convertible for sure. Okay. They're a thing. I got a. I, I know the song title. How long do you have title. to be together for it to be a thing? I mean, to qualify as the thirteenth. These some of these can be very quick. Could be. Doesn't quick, matter. But doesn't I think. Matter. It, I think it, it. It's yeah. Right now it's a you fling. See, you're counting it as one. I've got a great song title. For when, for because what's going to happen is Travis Kelsey's going to put he's going to choose football over her like Brady did Giselle, and the song title is going to be Mahomes is where your heart is. Now that's good. That's a good one, bro. That's a good song. That's a good title. That's a, a good a good sound effect for that. One. Mahomes is where your heart is. Mm, you thought very. You thought very hard on I get one. nothing but hate on this show from no, everybody most, involved. Most of the time it. we call you brilliant. I don't know about it. I can't give you that I one. I thought it was well thought out. My homes I'll is give wh- you some credit my on My homes that. is I where mean, your heart Brad is. Brad obviously loved it. I enjoy uh, it. I'm yeah. sure the uh, the white folks listening loved it too. That's what I'm here mm-hmm. for, man. That's all I'm here for, uh, according to That's some people point. who listen. Uh, anyway, uh, all right, one more before we get to Jessica Benson. Uh, Republican, likely Republican nominee Donald Trump says, windmills are driving whales a little batty. Let's listen to the audio and determine whether this was a slight or right. It's like a, a think of it along the entire eastern part of our country. This is supposedly in the name of preventing whale strikes. But you have a better chance of being struck by lightning than hitting a whale with your boat. There has only been, listen to this, one such whale killed off the coast of South Carolina in the last 50 years. But on the other hand, their windmills are causing whales to die in numbers never seen before. Nobody does anything about that. They're washing up a show. I saw it this weekend. Three of them came up. They wouldn't, you wouldn't see it once a year. Now they're coming up on a weekly basis. The windmills are driving them crazy. They're driving, they're driving the whales, I think a little batty. And they're washing up on shore at levels never seen before. And they want to stop your boats one in 50 years. Can you imagine that? Okay, so so he's talking about Biden's proposed boat speed limit to protect endangered whales. He mentions only one whale's been killed by an actual boat running into it. What's killing the whales, ladies and gentlemen, in record numbers, is the windmills. Right, windmills. Had no idea this was happening. I, that yeah. they're washing up. Environmental on, catastrophe. This last time, three of them. I'm not going to doubt that there are three whales washed up. You don't think he'd well, just he, make that up, would you? He said he saw them. Yeah, exactly. I think he would. I think he would make you. you oh, just a random weekend. I then, saw three whales washed starts, up on shore. Bro. But what? then he he starts to get into the psychology. He does. It. He's trying to analyze. And how the windmills are driving them batty. A little batty. So they don't know which way's in and which way's out. That's right. What's deep and what's shallow. So I, I think it's a slight. I think it's it's a slight I, to I put this on slight. the power of windmills. Yep, I, that's I, a I, slight. I, do. I think it's a, this is clear politicking here from Donald Trump here trying to blame the windmills. Now, have you ever stared at one when you're kind of when you're driving or whatever? Else? A whale? They, no, a windmill. Oh, uh, n- no, I've never. I don't think I've ever I, seen a windmill. You don't. You've never driven through anywhere where you're seeing the windmills. Where is hey, it? in there? Some of that on the way to Illinois. 
Like when I'm driving, uh, out. If you're up by Peoria, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and, and yeah. a bunch of you, you, yeah. can, you know, you can watch them, and like there's a little hypnotized thing that goes on sometimes. Yeah, well, you, I don't. If you stay with it too long, you've never seen one. I don't think I've seen. Uh, if I Man, had, don't really, it. it's he, not like a, he don't get out of Germantown anymore. Yeah, so Bro, he doesn't, he yeah, doesn't see anything well, anymore. Well, is it windmill like a rural thing? It's like it's only in kind like the, of it's yeah. like the, where you know Kansas. They'll put them, dude. Yeah. You got twenty or thirty of them look like, and they just go. Yeah. It goes on for as far as the eye can see. It's a little freaky. I'm sure how much one of those is to put up. Just one. One of them. We mean the so cost? Yeah, the cost. cost. What, a million oh, I, I have no idea. It's like a million and a half now. And, and, and what, what is it? Power, it's electricity power, or something? powering yeah. up stuff. Okay. And then it, yeah. it also takes a lot of mechanical to keep it going. That's why a lot of them are failing. Okay. But it's driving the whales crazy, according oh, to the Lord. man you'd like to have as your next president. Hey. I, I haven't endorsed any yeah. candidate yet. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah who I, are we endorsing, John? I, I have, oh, we know who John's in. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I, need, I, I sort of need to know he who's running. He thinks Joe's sleepy. Yeah, I no. need to know who's running. I need to know who the Democratic nominee is going to be. I don't know if it's necessarily going to be Joe. Uh, you know, a lot uh, of people try to paint me as a uh, flaming liberal, and I just reject that wholeheartedly. I mean, I voted Republican ten out of the last ten elections. Oh, I see Trump's woke though. Uh, very on the issues <laughs> regarding whales. Yeah, is I, he going to be the nominee again? Well, I think is he just he? locked it in. I mean, I think that's the, is that he? is the most. Did you hear them clapping when he started talking about the windmills are killing them? People actually look. Yes, yes. Let me tell you what the what because it doesn't matter what he says, they're going to follow. It's crazy. What's the most pressing issue in America? Is it inflation? No. Is it immigration? No. Is it poverty? No. Whales. It is whale deaths and what windmills. is causing them. Whales. It is what is causing whale deaths. Three washed up on shore this weekend alone. But you want to put a speed limit on boats about you know, exactly. killing whales? That ain't the cause? <laughs> we gotta we uh, we gotta make a change. What are we doing? We gotta make a change. There is no question about it, man. And I, and I some wacky stuff, man. I can tell you, Twilight this, Zone. That should, Twilight Zone. That should lock in the nomination. Twilight. I don't. I mean, we'll see. You know, he might have to do, do this again. But I I love how the, now somebody gonna tweet it. He's right. I love how the crowd is like. He's like. Three deaths from whales. Woo! Yeah, exactly. Yeah! They jumped in right there. <laughs> whales dead. Stop the windmill power. Kill the whales. <laughs> it's just, it's just crazy, man. It's just crazy how it all, it all is. But uh, I, look, it's entertaining. I ain't gonna lie to they you. They were cheering truth. Yeah, they were. John, that's according right. According to them. Speaking, Trump's Donald, truth. Donald they were was cheering truth Trump's to power. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? We, it's us that, that versus it's the, the windmills, windmills, not the speed limit of the boats. <laughs> Than Biden, like Biden says. Yeah, I mean, what a joke. What an idiot. They've only killed one. Yeah, his whole campaign is don't trip and fall. You know, I mean, yeah. that's... Come on, man. We'll do <laughs> Get back control of this country. All right, we'll come back. We'll talk to Jessica Benson, get her thoughts oh. on Memphis football, Pac-12, uh, NFL, and more. Stick around. Jason and John. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Got clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Odyssey celebrates the class of 2024, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 
Coming up at 2 p.m., it's the Giannato and Jeffrey Show. Weekdays from 2 p.m. till 4 p.m. on 92.9 FM ESPN, Memphis's sports station. Melty grilled cheese. Meat bacony burger with creamy peppercorn ranch. Sonic bacon peppercorn ranch grilled cheeseburger with small fries or tots for $3.99. For a limited time only at Sonic. Some people bring joy wherever they go. Some whenever they go. Mark Twain found humor all around. Never argue with a fool. Onlookers may not be able to tell the difference. Humor. Pass it on from PassItOn.com. It's time to go where the season takes you. And it's the season for savings at Gossett Mitsubishi on the Pike. Go for miles more with 43 MPG Highway in your 2024 Mitsubishi Mirage. 17 815 or 229 a month. 2024 Eclipse Cross eludes sleek and sporty style at 29695 or 399 a month. Discover the new 2024 Mitsubishi Outlander SUV with third row and seven passenger seating. Now 29880. Or $449 a month. And they're all equipped with Mitsubishi's 10-year 100,000 mile powertrain limited warranty. We're ready to put you in a new ride today at Gossett Mitsubishi, 1870 Covington Pike, or 24-7 at MemphisMitsubishi.com. If you want it, we got it and Gossett Motor Cars. All 84 months Mirage RH00782 MSRP18315 Eclipse RZ00-1693 MSRP30445 Outlander RZ00-5762 MSRP31385 Includes all rebates and incentives PF695 excludes tax title Lesson C dealer for complete details offer valid through end of the month with approved credit dealer stock only. Hey, you're up next. Uh, my throat hurts so bad. There's no way I can sing tonight. Here, try these. Vix Vapo Cool Drops. Yeah, Vix Vapo Cool Drops has maximum strength menthol with a rush of Vix Vapors. Ooh, I can already feel it. I told you. So, you ready? I'm ready. Please welcome to the stage. Vaporize sore throat pain fast with Vicks Vapo Cool Drops. eBay Motors is here for the ride. 120,000 miles of night drives, daily commutes, and who knows how many. Are we there yet? Through countless fixes, elbow grease, and a new radiator, you kept your ride alive. With eBay Motors, you have over 122 million parts to keep it running. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, they'll be the perfect fit every time. Plus, at these prices, well, we're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Give me liberty and give me real estate. I'm Sheldon Rosengarten, and that was you, Mallory. Not only does he work with me at Mark's Ben Storff Realtors, he's the president of this year's AutoZone Liberty Bowl. So you, instead of sounding like Patrick Henry, what do you mean? Well, Sheldon, like you, I sell real estate. I'm also privileged to serve as president of the 65th AutoZone Liberty Bowl, which will be held Friday, December 29th at 2.30. I'm able to handle all my clients, whether they're buying or selling, while participating in this great annual tradition. Hugh, that is definitely quite an honor, and with your fabulous track record in real estate sales, I know you'll do a great job. Hugh will move you as something to remember, and you can reach Hugh Mallory at 497-9756. It's also why people often say that when you want the job done, call Shell Dunn. You can reach me, Shell Dunn Rosengarten, at 4830546 or memphisrelocate.com. That's memphisrelocate.com or 4830546. See you with the AutoZone Liberty Bowl on December 29th. Join us, Jason and John, at the grand opening of the newest Topps Barbecue. This Tuesday from 430 to 630, we'll be ringing up most every regular menu item at 92.9 cents. 7960 Cordova Road. This afternoon, partly sunny and very warm, high of 90. Weather brought to you by Barbasol Shaving Cream. Choose Barbasol Shaving Cream for a thick lather and a close, comfortable shave. Barbasol, the American original for over 100 years. Better buy Barbasol. (laughs) 
Now, back to the Jason and John Show, live from the Topps Barbecue Studios on Memphis's Sports Station, 92.9 FM ESPN. Jessica Benson is the host of the Jessica Benson Show with C.J. Hurt on Grind City Media, part of the Grizz Radio Network, kicking off soon here uh, with the Memphis Grizzlies preseason. She joins us every Tuesday, and she joins us now. Hello, Jessica. How are we doing? Oh, just lovely. How are you guys? So every day uh, you make history. There is no doubt about that as a, as a woman in sports. You're a pioneer, no question about it. Uh, did you see the, uh, and I'm just, I just want to ask, I just want to ask, cause maybe I'm looking at the wrong way. Did you see the Jackson state kicker? I did. I saw we had a woman who kicked for Jackson state this weekend. And then there was also the first non kicker woman to play in a college football yes. game. A, a young lady who played at Shenandoah at the D three level. She's ripped. Like she, uh, drop, <laughs> drop the arm. Drop the arm routine. I'm yes. just saying. I mean, like, yeah, for sure. Her holding the football, <laughs> like you are Jack. Yeah, like like she's like got Julian Edelman arms, man. Yeah. Uh, in, in terms of you know, and, and sh- I, you're you're exactly right. In terms of who fared better, there is no question, right? Shenandoah. I mean, she got a hurry on the quarterback. She put the quarterback sure on the ground. I mean, it was actually it was a good pressure. It, our, what what happened with our kicker? You know, like if we're sort of analyzing this, where where did we sort of go wrong? Now, have we seen anything other than the opening kickoff? No, I don't. Did she have another attempt? It, let, just, I don't know. Jarvis says it was a pooch kick. Sure. Okay. Fine. That, that, well, that, I'm that, just that, saying. That, that, that. So to your point, if we haven't seen the other kicks, then I can't judge on that one kick alone. It's just fair, John. If that was the strategy of the game, that was it. And, hey, listen, like, here's the, the Did it look line. like it was and, on like, purpose? I understand, I, I, I understand. I understand the, the optics. But I just give any woman playing in the football space, like, all the credit in the world because the nerves, the assumption yep. of all of the hate, of all of the conversations, like the one you are trying to right now, right now, John Martin, are what you face if you decide it's to enter – that territory and it's just an added level of of difficulty and so well i i want to give her an opportunity um to show me more tape to to give me more kicks in the future before i come down there were no other uh there were no other kicks the only thing that i i saw extended on it was a young man who i believe is a, a local newscaster in jackson and he was talking on behalf of like the hateful comments in response to it and in terms of Jackson State coming in this year without Deion Sanders with a new head coach. Like, you're not going to be a coach in that situation and run with anything but your best option, right? So, at this point, T.C. Taylor saw her as their best option. Yes. And we will let the season play out. Look, I'm, I agree. Uh, and just for the record, every time Jackson State scored a touchdown, they went for two. Uh, that, that's why you did not see um, – that's why that's why, that was not a pooch kick, bro. Okay. God, I have talked more about kickers in the last week between the, the Clemson kicker stunt that went wrong. I just want to say USC Trojans have a great kicker this year that I just did a deep dive on. Mm. Um, just just wait and see. Just wait and see. I just I just feel like the 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 more comfortable we can get with just being, you know, honest about a performance, 
the better it is going to be for any woman that decides to play in the sport. Is that fair, or am I a misogynist sure, for saying that? Get, you cannot get there before you have a first. Well, she's, she's the not the first. first. To do it. Is she the first? the first woman in HBCU D1 history? And okay, she's the first in this particular space. She's not the first D1 though. There was a Colorado chick no, back in the day. The first, yeah, of course. That's a horrific story of where that all went. But yes, but there have been others. But she is the first woman in HBCU history. So there's so few. There's probably what less than ten in our life in the in the existence of the sport. Yes, you can't just assume immediate like lightning success. You gotta, you gotta take some lumps. You well, gotta figure it out. I feel like you know Jackson State could have helped her. They could have said, "Hey, you probably don't need to be wearing a leg brace, you know, on your kicking leg. You know, that's probably not gonna help she, the distance." She needed it. She's hurt. <laughs> well, then why is she kicking? I mean, what are we doing here? Why? If that's the best we can do is a hurt kicker. I mean, that's, that's all I'm saying. Is like, coming up, coming off the summer of Barbie and Taylor Swift taking over the football I know. world, I refuse. I just refuse to come down on a woman who has. I, I'm not saying come down on her. I, I, I'm canceled, actually, bro. I'm coming down on Jackson State because they didn't put her in a position to be successful. That's who I'm opposite coming down side, on. Opposite side of that argument, props to Jackson State for giving the avenue, for giving the lane for a young woman yeah. to go and pursue her dream or aspiration of playing college football. I put it back, put her back out there and pooch it again for John. That wasn't Pat. a pooch. Bro. Do it again. <laughs> we'll run it again on you. You got something bad to say about okay, it. Hey, Bethune Cookman's like, hey, please run it again. So, we, we'd love to start the 40. Let me ask you this, Jessica Benz. We, let's get yes. to more serious matters. Thank you. You talk about your kicker and how good he is. I, li- I like your quarterback. His I name's- like him too. I, yep. like, I like our running back. I like our team. But continue where you want it to go. So here's my question. Chicago Bears may very well be the worst team in the league, and if they're not, there's a good chance the Carolina Panthers are, and the Bears own their pick. So are the Bears, is what I would ask you, a dysfunctional enough franchise, because Lord knows they are, that they would screw up, even if they took Caleb Williams, that they would screw him up like they have previous quarterbacks, or is Caleb Williams too good to screw up? I think Caleb Williams is transcendent. I was actually just listening to uh, Colin Coward's show from either today or yesterday um, and talking about, you know, NFL quarterbacks, current NFL good quarterbacks, a Jalen Hurts, a Justin Herbert, Mm -hmm. and so many GMs would say we would take Caleb Williams over those options. Successful quarterbacks. Quarterback, I mean, Justin Herbert has to survive through being a member of the Chargers. But Jalen Hurts, who made his way to a Super Bowl last year, um, Caleb Williams is, is that good. I still think the Bears would find a way to mess it up. Like, I have no trust in the Bears. I saw somebody just uh, posted on Twitter that Caleb Williams looked at their story saying future Bears quarterback right here, and they were trying to convince themselves that by Caleb Williams looking at the story, it meant that he would go into the draft. Because there is still the conversation of, does Caleb Williams return to USC for another year? His father had the interview with GQ. Is the option of where he ends up in the NFL, good enough, a good enough scenario, a good enough front office. And if it's the Chicago Bears, I think they have to sit down and have a family discussion That's because fair. you have to look at history yeah. and you have to look at where where they're at right now in Justin Fields currently just in, in purgatory uh, once again and not really understanding is this a Justin Fields problem or is this a continuation of a, a Chicago Bears problem? Sure, I'm now sitting in a place where I think it's Justin Fields, but I don't know. It might just be the Bears. I'm sorry, Jason. It's tough. You make a a fantastic point because, again, the Bears could be sitting on the one and the two picks. And so if you're Caleb Williams, it's – I want to go to that franchise that's messed up every quarterback they've had, whether they've been good or not. They've, you know, hadn't shown any ability to develop a quarterback. Mm -hmm. Again, it is big market franchise. And, Caleb, you could also – 
you know, pitch it the other way to him that you will finally be the guy, right, in this big market franchise that can finally be the, you know, first quarterback they've had, what, since the 80s in terms of real leader and maybe he buys right. into that. But I'm with you. Like, that, that's a conversation he has to have if the Bears are owning first couple of picks in the draft so well and my hope for Caleb Williams right now no offense to the the Bears of the world and uh the Raiders of the world or the Cardinals who somehow get a win over the Cowboys but like I look at teams like the Denver Broncos and yes you still owe Russell Wilson a significant amount of money but like you come off that 70 to 20 loss and and the vibes have never been worse do you start going full rebuild mode with Caleb Williams as the future centerpiece and an offensive mastermind in in Sean Payton there, Mm -hmm. Uh, even though we haven't seen that offensive mastermind in work thus far uh, with his tenure in Denver. Or I've seen a lot of rumors around, like, do the Vikings move on from Kirk Cousins and trade him someplace like the Jets? And then Jordan Addison, one of Caleb Williams' former receivers at at USC, is, you know, rookie for the Vikings this year. Is there a a path for him in Minnesota? Uh, Every team who has an opportunity – to be in the Caleb Williams sweepstakes, yep. will be trying to maneuver their season in order to get Caleb Williams and to convince him that now is the time for him to leave college. Forget about NIL. Forget about being able to make all that money in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Like We want you to lead our franchise, and we think we can put you in a position to be successful. And the Bears just don't in- entice that level of confidence. Very true. How much of a difference do you think there would be between Justin Fields mm-hmm. and the Jackson State kicker? Still on this. I knew it. I knew it. You're out of control. Is it, it is. It's it's negligible, isn't it? It's negligible, honestly. Um, from from Memphis's performance against Missouri, do you come away yeah. feeling differently about them to the good, to the bad, neutral? Like it was a loss, right? It was a loss. They did lose the game. Do you come away feeling as encouraged as my partner does? Are you more neutral, like me? Where are you on this Memphis football team as they prepare to take on? Boise State this weekend? Uh, I legitimately am encouraged. And I don't say it necessarily from like a moral victory standpoint. You lost the game, and that stinks, and it doesn't feel good. But watching that game, I thought to myself, Memphis didn't even play that well and was within a touchdown of an SEC team that's 4-0 and and an SEC team who frankly impressed me. Like what Brady Cook is doing at quarterback over there and Luther Burden is – phenomenal and then learning that their offensive coordinator is Kirby Moore the brother of Kellen Moore and some of the creativity with that offense and just finding ways to get Luther Burden the ball I thought was really impressive and the Tigers still hung with them and had an opportunity with an onside kick to try and tie up the game and and get the ball back and tie up the game Um, I just think Memphis looked like a team that absolutely has the potential to win every game left on its schedule and that's what you wanted to feel leaving that game like you have Blake Watson who is the best weapon they've had since Calvin Austin, you have Rock Taylor who's making plays. Seth Hennigan has his moments, and ultimately I think it's going to come down to his consistency and figuring out ways to, to not turn the ball over. But I think this opportunity against Boise State this weekend, is it's really intriguing. And, and speaking of that offensive coordinator for Missouri being Kirby Moore, like I would bet that the Boise State coaches have called Kirby Moore and mm. Eli Drinkowitz. And Kirby Moore was a, a receiver mm. at Boise State. They're stealing signals like the, the Patriots, huh? I think I think they are. I would bet some phone calls have been made. And I actually I was reading a article with uh, Avalos, the Boise State coach, just giving a lot of credit to Memphis's defense, which obviously took a hit in pass defense following the game against Missouri. But their defensive front 
still impressive and, and ranks 28th in the country with seven tackles for a loss a game. Uh, who leads the countries in tackles for a loss a game? That would be the USC Trojans, but that's another storyline. Um, but I do think that Memphis is in a position where you come out, you get a, a big afternoon win against Boise State, and then you turn to conference play. And you, ha- I hate to say the coach speech of it all or the coach speak, like all your goals are still attainable. You can still go win the AAC, and, and that's what's next for them to try to achieve. And if that indeed does happen, um, which, look, yeah. I, I, I firmly in the realm of possibility, um, you know, there is, the, there is a, I would say, a tepid. That's your word of the day, Jason. Tepid. tepid. There is a tepid feeling amongst the Memphis fan base uh, as it relates to uh, Ryan Silverfield. I, I don't think there's like a great feeling one way or the other, right? I do mm-hmm. think there is a tepid feeling. If this indeed does happen as you prognosticate, as you predict mm-hmm. that Memphis will run the table and, and cover every step of the way, uh, will there be a landmark change in that sentiment from the fan base if Memphis – like, in other words, is this enough to convert hearts and minds – that may be unsure or lukewarm about Ryan Silverfield? Well, I believe one of my words of the week in my uh, words of the week emails that I get was sanguine, which can mean both uh, red in color or optimistic or positive, especially coming out of a bad or difficult situation. I don't think this was a necessarily bad or difficult situation for Ryan Silverfield, but it definitely was a prove-it season, and it at least buys time. And if you can put together uh, this notion of, hey, we can still get – you know, the exciting skill players of Memphis football past. Like, watching Sundays in the NFL, still. I mean, even Kenneth Gainwell's out there last night. Calvin Austin gets his first touchdown the other night. Like, there still is a pipeline there. And if you can can say, I'm still going to get those players who one day you're going to be able to watch have an opportunity on Sunday. We're going to compete for our conference every year, whatever that looks like in the overall landscape of college football. Um, I would hope that that would at least change the tune. Maybe just take that graph chart up a little bit when it comes to buying into Ryan Silverfield as the right choice here at Memphis as head coach. We are talking to Jessica Benson uh, of the Jessica Benson Show uh, with CJ Hurt on Grind City Media, Grizz Radio Network here on 92.9. As you know, or maybe you don't know, uh, there is a very tense negotiation going on uh, with the city of Memphis and the Simmons Bank and the Grizzlies. I'm not going to ask you about that, but I would like to ask you, you. I would like to ask you, What's the toughest negotiation you've ever been a part of? Oh, gosh. Have you ever had tense negotiations in your, in your personal life? I've had, like, work negotiations. I've had, like, contract negotiations from, like, my early local news days, especially I remember at my, my first station in the Tri-Cities, Washington, I, like, built myself up for this big, big contract negotiation, and I'd been promoted to sports director, and I was going to see if they could convince me to stay and they came with like a $500 raise <laughs> and they were like, we want you to go find some place where you can, can thrive and make action. Here's money. a gift card like, to Moe's. Very fun. <laughs> <laughs> that, wasn't, that wasn't very fun, but I'm a, I'm a horrible negotiator. Like I always say like within our business, I've had an agent and it's because I can't negotiate. Mm. So no, I have not been a part of very tense negotiations mm. because I pushed them off onto the plate of someone else. And you, do you have an agent today? You have an agent right now? No, I'm I'm in between agents right now. Gotcha. So your agent you, just just started pursuing uh, new new ventures. Oh, okay. Yeah. So she literally quit on you. Yeah, she did. It was I was the last straw. She's like, I can't do this anymore. Okay. So are, That's so are not you not true? Are you looking for an agent actively or again? No. Okay. No. You're just you're just so comfortable and happy. 
maybe I'm going to learn how to negotiate <laughs> on my own someday. It is the, it is <laughs> the worst. House. I don't need to pay someone. It is the worst, isn't it? God, it's you just like I do not. I do not have an agent. I mean, obviously, you go back and forth and you consider like the pros and cons. Um, I think an agent really only benefits you in this business if you're looking to leave a place. You know, I mean, I, I just, yes. uh, there's really not much an agent is going to be able to do for me. Uh, you know, for example, at 92.9, like I'm, it is what it is. Like, unless I'm willing to yeah. leave and have an opportunity to go somewhere else or move, you know, it's just not really going to be worth the, the fee that I'm, you know, the percent that I'm going to have to pay him, you know? Right. And I think like you learn that like as you grow through the media industry and especially the, the sports media industry, um, you just realize like, <laughs> An agent just takes your money. Like, there's great. And if you can that's network right. on your own and, and figure right. out, like, connections on your own, that's right. um, you're, in, you're in a good spot because otherwise you're just writing a check. And as, as someone who yep. has yep. written a check to an agent who I, I loved and adored and helped me through, you know, some challenges along the way, uh, it still stinks when yeah. that calendar notification comes up. That's like, right. Here, take a part of your already you know, <laughs> early days of sports media. Don't pay a ton, and you're that's just, right. Okay, well, here goes a hefty chunk of my paycheck to this this person who now doesn't have to do anything because I'm comfortable where I am. It's like a uh, it's like paying somebody to like manage your uh, you know your your stock portfolio, right? Like you got to yes. you got you got to <laughs> yes. pay that person you know one percent. Are they gonna? Are they really gonna beat the market? Are they really gonna beat you know S and P five hundred six seven percent a year with their picks? It's it plus the one percent. It's incredibly unlikely. So just do it yep. yourself. Is you know again, unless yep. you're trying to you know move markets or something like that, Jason. It's just not gonna be worth your time, my man. I know you were wondering. It's not gonna be worth your time it's or not. money. It's not. <laughs> Last thing, just. We will not yes. talk to you again before media day on Monday. Question yes. about the Grizzlies you are most eager to have answered uh, at media day. Um, I'm curious from a standpoint of, obviously, you know, Jaw's absence for the first 25 games is going to be something that hovers loudly around this team. And I'm just curious how much interaction he can have. Where can he be? I know Taylor Jenkins gave that interview with NBA.com saying that they were still working out exactly the details of what that yeah. looks like, but just how can he support the team? How can the team support him throughout that 25 game suspension? And then also just the, the injury status of Steven Adams. Like I'm continuously uh, intrigued and hopeful that Steven Adams is the starting center, but within that same NBA.com piece, I believe the the wording that Taylor Jenkins used was that he was he was hopeful yeah. or that Stephen Adams should be a full go in training camp, and I am ready to hear Stephen Adams is a full go in training camp and will be ready by opening night. But just seeing the updates on on Stephen Adams, Desmond Bain coming off of his foot surgery, and what it looks like from a health standpoint of the Grizzlies going into the beginning of the season, I think are the two biggest things that I'm looking out for. Jessica, you're the best. Appreciate the time Thank you as so always. Much, Jessica. Thanks, guys. More women kickers in college football. More women kickers. Less leg braces. I'm in. Bye. I'm in. <laughs> yep, she is Jessica Benson. Joins us every single Tuesday here on the show. I just feel like, you know, on that tip, you know, you you know that that kick ain't going very far with the leg brace on. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I don't know who the Jack State coach is right now. I don't know who. It's not Dion, But, uh, you know, uh, you, you put her in a tough spot. That's all I'm saying. I, resp- I admire her. Um, you know, her, her courage, respect, you know, I admire, but, but if it was Riley, right, let me, let me just put myself in, in the, in the father of her shoes. If it was Riley, Mm -hmm. you're going to ask my child to go out there and, and handle kickoffs with a leg brace. She's hurt. 
you want to ask her to be a pioneer yeah. with a because you already know she's going to be scrutinized like it's happening now, and you're going to ask her to go out there and do it while she ain't even healthy. How you know she didn't beg for this opportunity? But she's but it's like, she, put me in, coach. I'm ready to play. She might have, but don't you have to say All right, you're not healthy? You can't get the ball 50, 40 yards down the field. Not if I'm pooch kicking. Then she's perfect for the job. Brad, can you book the Jackson State coach? We need to ask him if this was an intended pooch kick. I cake. think you should go to Grizz Media Day on Monday and ask each one of them what they if they think it was a pooch or not. They'll, they I, won't I just give got the request and back. They've denied the request. They said they were listening uh, in Jackson. Well, we need, we need and, transparency. We need, yeah. we need to know, Coach, believe, was this a pooch kick? They can't believe there's this much interest in Memphis. They thought <laughs> we offended. were just watching Dion. Who they is Swack? Yeah, yeah who, why the, who is Swack? Thought we just watching Dion now mm-hmm. with the rating. <laughs> That's right. We just, we just watched Colorado we, football. We still watching. We still tuned in to Jackson State, though. I don't know what. The, I wonder what the rating. What, what was the? It was on ABC, right? This past one. Yeah, yeah. I wonder what right? it did. Yeah, I think that's right. I wonder what it did. I might it have, ended up being two thirty. You were saying eleven. That's this. One. I was just making stuff up as yeah, usual. Yeah, I'd be making up times and date, dates and names. Uh, I wonder how it did. I mean, they were still undefeated, but I, yeah, I bet it fell off quick, right? Because it was not competitive. The initial ratings, I'm yeah. sure, the, 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 the drop the, off was fast. And yeah, serious. like I you imagine. just. But uh, you know, look, I think uh, I think their game against USC this weekend will be a lot more competitive than people probably give them credit for. Nah. USC's defense so bad. Oh, oh, just from a scoring standpoint, yeah, 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 it's yeah, still yeah. not gonna be competitive though, just because Colorado well, defensively they can't stop anything. That's true. I mean, USC's going up and down the field. Yeah, but they won't get to the. They won't get like to you the th- door like you Oregon thought. Did. Bo Nix was sharp. Yes, offensively. You see this I don't think it'll be a huge difference in terms of output. Like, I mean, they might score fifty-two or something, but Oregon will. Oregon, I mean, excuse me, uh, Colorado will be in the game at some point. They were not in the game at any well, point against yeah. defensively. Oregon. Yes, that USC is not good. Yeah, so I'll, I'll give you that. Uh, but uh, but yeah, uh, I'd like to book the Jack State. I just have one question, sir. Was that a pooch punt? Do you, do you care more about that than you do Stephen Adams injuring us trying to get some closure on this and this thing finally being behind us? Uh, I, think, I think the answer might in be the mo- yes. In this moment. In this moment, yes. no. In this you, moment, yes, I care more you, about figuring out because there's, you know, we're getting some, some texts from people who are really having a hard time with this, who have a really hard time with accepting that this was not a pooch kick. It was a, it was a real kick. She lifted her arm up and everything, bro. I mean, this was supposed to be a – She pointed deep. Yeah, bro. Shoot. Yeah, this was supposed to then be. That a, was part of the fake fool. That makes me think even more along Jarvis's line that it was a pooch if she pointed deep. Again, we need to ask the coach. We got just give us two minutes. I don't need to ask my damn thing. And then we get to we can move on with our lives. But uh, again, it just to me, it looked like it was not on purpose. It looked like it was just it just kind of it just kind of died in in midair, you know. But hey. I would just I would just say I would put that on the coach squarely, not the brave woman who is playing, co- which I imagine is incredibly difficult. No, like no BS. I'm just saying like let's put our women who are doing this in the best positions to succeed, not kicking 12 yard kickoffs because they're hurt. I mean, what are we doing here? That's uh, just you know. So anyway, between that and uh, the death of whales, I don't know what we're gonna do with you. It, the, the things that you think, what's your time, what you worry about, what you're concerned it, it, about. Right. Well, I'm worried about the big issues. I'm worried about what's, what's you know. This girl kicking in the swack and whales dying because of windmills. Yeah, well, allegedly. Get your mind right. Allegedly. Grizz Media Day is Monday. Yeah. Grizz Media Day is Monday. What else we got coming up? Thursday night football. Got Thursday night football, man. And got a big th- one against Boise State. And a huge one against Boise and State. And you, you stuck on whales and this woman kicker in swack. Big issues. That's what we focus on on this show. We're going to get him right, y'all. 
We're gonna get him right for the rundown. Uh, yeah, we're gonna do that. Uh, we got mm-hmm. some got some big news about where we're we're gonna be this afternoon. So don't miss that. Stick around, Jason and John, ninety-seven FM, ESPN. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Got clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Odyssey celebrates Father's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 